0: Well, today I want to invite you to open up your Bibles in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to be in verse 58. Open up your Bible. Open up your Westover app. We're going to be in this one verse for today's message. But as I begin, I want to share with you that several years ago, researchers did an experiment. They wanted to see what would happen if they planted trees in a perfect environment. No bugs, no critters chewing on the wood, no wind. The perfect environment. The right amount of light, the right amount of water, the right amount of nutrients. Perfect spacing between the trees. And what they discovered astonished them. They realized that trees in a perfect environment, they grow fast. But then suddenly they were devastated because one by one, the trees began to topple over. And the researchers were puzzled. They didn't understand what is happening to the trees. And then they went ahead and took a look at the root system and look at the wood of the trees. And what they realized is that the trees grew fast, but they grew weak. Because they were in a perfect environment, they experienced no stress. And what they realized is that the stresses of life and the environment actually made the trees stronger. It made them stronger in their trunk, and it made them grow deeper in their roots. They realized that in order to be resilient and strong, they had to experience the stress of wind. I've sensed for some time that many of us, we feel like those toppled trees. We get to the end of the year, and life started out great, and We were thriving and we were moving forward, but somehow, someway, our life began to topple. I'm here to reassure you that if your life is toppled or you've fallen over, God promises to lift you with his righteous right hand. He's there right next to you to lift you up, to stand you up, to help you move forward. In fact, I want you to reconsider the stress that you've been experiencing. Could it be possible that the pain you've been experiencing is to prepare you for the purpose God has for you? Could it be that the stress you've been experiencing, even the spiritual attack, is to strengthen you? I believe that just like it's true for trees, that stress makes them grow stronger and grow deeper. I believe that God allows spiritual stress, even though he doesn't create it, he allows it in our life, to strengthen us, to help us move forward. And so today, if you find yourself in a place where you feel like you're weak and you're weary and you can't go on, I wanna encourage you to grow deeper, to go deeper, to go deeper in your faith. That's the title of today's message Go Deeper. Say it with me, say it from your heart. Go deeper. Go deeper in your faith. Let the stress of life strengthen you for the journey ahead. You see, an untested faith is an unsteady faith. Faith needs to be tested to be strengthened. In fact, I believe that what God is inviting us to do when we go deeper in our faith is that we would develop what's called a resilient faith a resilient faith, a faith that bounces back. You see, Webster's Dictionary defines resilience as the ability of a substance or object to snap back into shape. It speaks of flexibility. Resilience also speaks of a capacity to withstand or recover quickly, to be firm, to be tough. In other words, Resilience is the ability to be flexible and the capacity to be firm. You know, car bumpers, they are resilient. They have a firm inner core to protect the passengers, but they have a flexible outer crumple zone to take the impact. In the same way, I believe that God wants us to develop a resilient faith where we're firm in our core, in our conviction, where we're tough on the inside but we're flexible in how we deal with people. Often when the holidays come around, we we end up being very firm and difficult with people in our life that are difficult. Instead of the holidays being a moment of joy, sometimes it feels like a root canal. But I believe God wants us to look at it differently. He wants us to be firm in our conviction, but to be flexible in how we interact with people. In fact, that's why our mission here at Westover is follow Jesus, love people. Follow Jesus, love people. Say it with me. Follow Jesus, love people. We follow Jesus first and we love people second. We need to be firm in our conviction of who Jesus is, how he forgives sin, how we experience redemption and transformation. We must be firm in our conviction that we don't have the authority to change what God's word says, that we believe the full gospel of what God's word says. We also need to be flexible to love difficult people. I've said this before, but I'll be willing to say it again. Someone once said, love difficult people because you're one of them. All of us are difficult in different ways. We must be willing to be flexible to love people right where they're at. In fact, it's time to live out the 11th commandment. Blessed are the flexible, for they will never be broken. If you want to not be broken in life, be willing to be flexible with people. With that in mind, I want to invite you to join me in 1 Corinthians 15. We're going to look at verse 58. And while you're turning there, I want to share share with you, these are the words of Paul. He's a first century follower of Jesus. And he's writing to believers in the city of Corinth, which, which is ancient Greece. And he's there to encourage them. Why? Because in the city of Corinth, there was a lot of internal challenges and external difficulties. Internally, there was a lot of infighting, there was a lot of disunity, and sin was being tolerated. And externally, what was happening is people, when they became believers in Jesus Christ, they would mix their faith in Jesus with pagan worship practices from their past. It's called syncretism, the blending of of faith in Jesus with worship practices from the past. Let me just pause here and say, in order for us to have a firm faith, we have to reject the ways the culture tells us to experience spirituality. No more curanderos, no more tarot cards, no more Ouija boards, no more visiting the healer down the street because the healer, the only healer is Jesus Christ. Don't water down your faith by engaging in syncretic practice, by worshiping Jesus on the weekend and then on Friday going to visit someone else who proclaims, that they have healing power, no. It's only found in Jesus. Let's go to verse 58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Today, God's inviting us to go deeper, to develop a resilient faith, and I wanna share with you two ways to go deeper. Number one, stand on a steadfast faith. Stand on a steadfast faith. Faith works best when it's your foundation. Faith works best when it's your foundation. It's not something that you just do on occasion. It's the foundation of your life. If you want to have an unshakable faith, a resilient faith, faith needs to be the, the thing that you stand on because the winds of life and culture are going to buffet against you. And you need something to stand on that isn't going to move. And faith isn't a a thought practice in your life. It's a person you believe in. Faith is believing in Jesus. I think that's why many of us struggle with the concept of faith is because we believe this is a thought, a good idea we need to adopt. When in fact, faith is believing in the person of Jesus. This is why Paul tells us in the first part of the verse, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, he's appealing to us as family, faith family. He says, stand firm, let nothing move you. He's telling us to stand firm and not move. That's the idea of being steadfast and immovable. When it comes to our faith, we need to be steadfast in what we believe and immovable in how we behave. We need to make sure that Jesus is at the center of our life, that we're standing upon him. You see, trees, in order for them to stand strong, they have to stand firm. They have to have a firm inner core, and they have to be immovable. Yes, they may be able to sway in the wind. We have to be flexible. But we have to have have a strong inner core, and we have to be willing to say, I'm not going to move from where God has planted me. We need to stand on a steadfast faith. You see, a shaky world needs steadfast believers. They need to believe that there's something different about us, that there's something better within us. Not that we're better people, but that the Jesus we believe in is better than anything that they can find in the world. They need to see a difference between their life and our life. And the only way we can do that is if we're standing on a steadfast faith. We need to go deeper, say go deeper. We need to go deeper. We need to go deeper in our faith. I wanna encourage you, don't let what you see on the news, don't don't let what you see in your bank account, don't let what you see in the world around you distract you from the fact that Jesus is still on the throne and he's still in charge. Here's the second way to go deeper. It's by digging deeper. In fact, dig deeper to get stronger. Dig deeper to get stronger. Say it with me, say it with conviction. Dig deeper to get stronger. We need to dig deeper in our faith. Sometimes what happens instead of us digging deeper, we actually just try harder. We live in a culture that says, if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. I believe what Jesus is saying to us is, if at first you don't succeed, just do it my way. We need to dig deeper instead of working harder because working harder is us working in our own strength instead of saying, God, I'm gonna rely on your strength. We need to dig deeper in who he is. And you see, digging deeper is not a cognitive exercise to understand. In fact, it's a relational experience to embrace. It's not a cognitive exercise to understand. It is a relational experience to embrace. It's where we embrace the person of Jesus. I think many of us, the reason why we don't dig deeper when we're tired is we believe that it's gonna take more energy to dig deeper. I think that's why some of us, we pull back. We say, God, I don't have any more energy to give. And he says, I know because when you're weak, I can be your strength. And we fail to realize that the need that we have, the depletion, the lack that we have, God can fulfill. That digging deeper doesn't require more energy, it's actually how you get more energy. Jesus promises to be our strength when we're weak. He promises to be our peace when life is chaotic. He promises to be with us when we feel abandoned. He is the answer to every problem that we experience in life. And so it doesn't require more energy. It's not about working harder. It's about digging deeper. Jesus said... Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my, yoke upon, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, and I will help you move forward. I'll give you rest for your soul. You see, it's not about doing more. It's about doing more of what matters most. In fact, it's about doing more of what matters most to God. So, I want to share with you a couple ways to dig deeper to grow stronger. The first one is simply this get closer to Jesus. Get closer to Jesus. You'll discover Jesus is better than you think. He has more power in his life than you have capacity. He has more capacity than you have ability. You have finite energy, he has infinite energy and power. He has peace for your soul in the most difficult moments and get closer to Jesus. Dig deeper into who he is to get stronger. Just get closer to him. The next way I want to encourage you to dig deeper is to pray continuously because prayer isn't just a good idea. It's the best idea because prayer is how we talk to God and prayer is not so that we inform God about what's happening in our life. It's so that we can engage in relationship with him. He already knows the struggles of our life. He knows the burdens of our life, but prayer is how we unload our worries in his presence. It's how we share our heart with him. See, prayer is not just a good idea, it's the best idea. It's not an optional activity, it's a functional necessity, in fact, It is a spiritual imperative. It is the most important thing that we can do. We need to lean into his presence because prayer is like spiritual breathing. If you're not breathing spiritually, you're not thriving. The next way to dig deeper is to stay connected to faith community and to the church. Often when life gets difficult, we have a tendency to back away from faith community in the church because we feel like, oh, I don't have any more energy to, to give. I've just dealt with difficult coworkers. I've dealt with difficult people at H-E-B. Maybe some of you even dealt with some difficulty in the parking lot if you did. God bless you. You made it in here. You're right where you need to be. But what we need to do is we need to stay connected to faith community. You see, trees are stronger together. In that initial experiment, they grew up the trees in separate places. They distanced them from one another. But what researchers have discovered is the reason why trees grow close together in the wild is because they interweave their roots. And that actually creates stability and strength. They rely on one another, they're stronger together. In fact, Through the root system, trees talk to one another. Did you know that? They share nutrients. They share information. They share water. If there's one tree that doesn't have enough water, the other trees will release water so that the other tree has enough to survive. They stay connected. In fact, they share information. When one gets attacked by bugs or by animals, they actually send a message through the root system to talk to the other trees. In the same way, Connected people thrive. If you want to thrive, interweave your life with other believers. We're stronger and we're better together. I'm going to say it again. We're stronger and we're better together. Yes. We're stronger and we're better together. Here's the fourth and final way to dig deeper to grow stronger. is to stop striving and to start resting. Some of us are so busy working hard. We're working Early in the morning till late at night and Jesus is saying, pause, be willing to rest in me. We need to work from our rest in him, not rest from our work. We need to work from our rest in him. We need to stop striving and to start resting. We're coming up on a holiday season and I know it's busy. Many of you are going to begin to travel. You're going to go different places to visit family, but can I just encourage you to take a moment to just rest in God's presence. Find ways to to slow down for just a moment. Psalm 46 verse 10 says this, be still and know that I am God. In order for us to get stronger, we have to dig deeper. We have to go deeper. You find yourself in a place where you're tired and overwhelmed. Be still and know that he is him. Instead of running faster, begin to rest more in his presence. And today as I close, I want to invite you to stand with me. For weeks, for weeks, my heart has been burdened for you. I've sensed that there's been weariness and fatigue in our congregation I believe that God's here to minister for you and minister to your heart. I don't want you to miss the next couple moments because I think God wants to infuse you with more of his presence. I'm inviting you in the next couple moments just to go deeper in his presence to say, God, I want more of you. God, I need more of you. In fact, I've sensed that for many of us, our life is defined by the word unexpected. The year started out great and then suddenly life knocked you down. Unexpected job loss, unexpected diagnosis, unexpected illness, unexpected divorce papers, unexpected loss of a loved one, unexpected, unexpected, unexpected. You're saying, God, when will it end? Sometimes God doesn't save us from the difficulty. He just proves his faithfulness in the middle of the difficulty. Today, this is a moment to go deeper As you step into the holiday season, there's going to be moments and encounters with family members that are going to draw something out of you. And may they experience Jesus through you, not your weariness and your tiredness. Let Jesus be your strength. Go deeper in him today. The only way that we can receive a resilient faith from Jesus is by knowing him personally. Here at Westover, we believe that Saying yes to Jesus and embracing his life is as clear as ABC. It's A, admitting that we need Jesus because we all need him more than, more than we're willing to admit. B, believing in our heart that he died on the cross to pay for our sin, the sin that we owe, but he rose again on the third day to give us life and hope and freedom and peace and resilience and strength and grace and mercy and reassurance and wisdom and discernment and capacity and so much more. And then see we confess from our heart, from the depth of our soul, with our mouth out loud, that we want him to be the Lord of our life. And I wanna give you that opportunity today. So I'm gonna invite everyone to bow their head and close their eyes, front to back, side to side, up in the balcony. Even those of you who are part of our online family, I want to invite you to stay with us. If you're at a place in your life where you know you don't know Jesus, but you want that resilient faith. You want God to stand you back up. You want him to strengthen you for the journey ahead. On the count of three, I'm gonna invite you to raise your hand. You're not joining this church, but you're saying yes to Jesus. You're inviting him to be your strength, to strengthen your core and to help you get rooted in him. Here it is, one, two, three. Yes, 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 hands going up everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. For those of you who have your hands raised, I'm gonna invite you to say this prayer out loud, but say it from your heart. In fact, I'm gonna invite all of us to say this prayer together. Let's say it from our heart. Say, Jesus, I need you. I've tried to do life without you. I need you to help me. First, to believe in you. Lord, thank you for forgiving my sins. And for giving me your your grace. Help me also to believe. That if I put you in charge of my life. That you'll strengthen me. Today I choose you. To be the Lord of my life. Thank you for loving me. In Jesus name. And everyone said. Amen. Amen. If you just said that prayer congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. Here's two things I'd love for you to do. First, I'd love for you to attend our Follow Jesus class. We'd love to get you on a pathway in your journey with Jesus. And secondly, sign up for water baptism. We'd love to celebrate how God has changed your life. But finally, on behalf of our family to yours, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. We hope that it's restful. We hope that it's joyous. God bless you, and we are dismissed.